0: Hey friends, it's Bill
1: and Danny here with a big announcement.
0: We've launched a Patreon page.
1: For as little as a few dollars per month, you could have access to exclusive content, a chance to win monthly giveaways,
0: an opportunity to join our show,
1: and so much more. It's an incredible way to play a crucial part in the growth
0: of a couple of park hoppers. Head to Patreon.com/slash a couple of park now and check out the different subscription tiers and what exclusive benefits you'll receive in return.
1: Once again, that's patreon.com slash acoupleofparkhoppers.
0: Thank you for your support,
1: and And we'll we'll see see you you there. there. Bill. And I'm Danny. And
0: we are a, a couple, couple of, of Park, park hoppers. hoppers. We are back after a few very busy weeks with tons of theme park news. From Disney
1: World, Disneyland, and Universal Orlando, we've got so much to
0: cover. Let's dive into all the recent happenings around the parks right now. Let's
1: get to it. it. We are back. Hello. <laughs> it has been a little while since the last time that uh, we talked to you guys. We are back. <laughs> we, are we are back. Getting the show back. <laughs> and if you are watching on our Patreon, Hello. you are seeing our brand new studio setup. <laughs> yeah,
0: we got a brand new desk, and we're still getting used to the spacing. You know. You're so far away now. We used to be like shoulder to shoulder.
1: I don't know if it looks like it on camera, but I feel like I'm at the little kids' table at Thanksgiving. Well, you're a little kid. No, I'm not. You're a, little, <laughs> you're a little baby. I'm really not, though. But and I feel like I'm so far away from you. I
0: feel like I can turn and like talk to you now, though. It's nice.
1: I can't turn because my legs are caught in here. Well, They're you, in
0: jail. You could move back a little bit. They're in
1: leg jail. <laughs> leg jail. <laughs> <laughs> They're in leg jail, and I'm waiting for my uh, my plate to be brought to me with my little kid there like utensils. Go. Yeah. I want a big bird fork.
0: it. your turkey cut up real small? <laughs> so
1: I don't choke. <laughs> and some vegetables that I refuse to eat. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly.
0: Well, uh, speaking of a magical holiday season. Yes. We have a lot to catch up on. Yes. Our last episode was November 15th. So it's been a little while since we were able to talk to you. Uh, almost a month exactly. But we had so much stuff going on between visitors and you know a whole lot of other things. But one very special thing that did happen on December 1st, our six-year anniversary. Our
1: six-year anniversary! Yeah.
0: Um, I'm sure you've probably seen by now from our social media posts... And our video that's up on YouTube, youtube.com slash a couple of Park Hoppers, which, by the way, we reached that thousand subscriber goal that we've been trying to reach before the end of the year. And we did it three weeks early. (laughs) Three
1: weeks early.
0: (laughs) But yes, youtube.com slash a couple of Park Hoppers. If you don't subscribe already, please go do so. But I was referencing a certain video that was posted on December 2nd, the day after said event happens. Yes. And what event was that, Danny? I don't know. What are you talking about? Um, I put a ring on it.
1: He <laughs> liked it, so he put a ring on it. <laughs> I did
0: it. I mean, you weren't a single lady before, but no. I put a ring on it.
1: <laughs> you did.
0: I did. So we we're engaged. We're engaged. Yeah. We're a
1: couple of engaged park hoppers. And before you
0: ask, there's no date yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my goodness. It's funny. Like
0: I've, I've been asked by a lot of people, did you set a date? like, this, this happened like a week or two ago. Yeah. Like, oh, relax. I mean... I love the girl to death, but holy crap, we're not going to marry tomorrow.
1: I mean, <laughs> it's not even about that. It's just like we haven't even had time to think about it. Like <laughs> right. I mean, we've thought about, you know, what a future wedding would and could look like yeah. but like the reality of it is you know very different and costs real money not yeah. imaginary money
0: right <laughs> right exactly so we're engaged we're very very excited very we're happy. very happy <laughs> um, you, it's not the highest quality video that we're recording on right now so if she shows her her left hand with her finger if you want to raise that up real quick prove it there's a ring right there you can't really (laughs) see it from here but you can see it on our all of our social pages we posted some photos
1: now one thing i do want to say is uh i and i didn't realize that this was something that i or that you were going to get uh bill got a a disney fine jewelry ring yeah uh so can you kind of like touch on what that is? Because I didn't even realize it was, like, a thing.
0: Yeah, so Disney has their own fine jewelry company with engagement rings, wedding rings, all different kinds of rings, promise rings, whatever. Um, And they're all beautiful, and they're really, um, really well-themed to certain IPs, I guess. Um, There's... Everything from all the princesses to villains, which I feel like if you gave a villain's ring to your <laughs> fiance, you be like, what are you trying to say? Um, but so I ended up choosing the ring because it was, you know, Disney, Danny and I are very big Disney people. Duh. Yeah. I mean, look what we're <laughs> doing right now. Um, but I wanted to uh, to pick a ring because she doesn't really... I don't know if the right word is identify, but you don't really identify with a certain princess, per se. No,
1: I'm not a princess girl, per se. But,
0: like, classic Disney felt to me like Cinderella because, A, we're at Walt Disney World, we're in Orlando, Cinderella Castle, and that's just, like, our happy place, our magic place. So I figured Cinderella would probably be the best bet. So um, you can actually look at the side of the ring when it's on and underneath the diamond is uh it it looks like cinderella's carriage yeah from the side so it looks really cool
1: so it was funny because like after it happened and i I was like oh my gosh and my mom and sister ran up because they were hiding (laughs) the best they could from us and we went down to the very front of uh they brought us down to the very front of phantasm to take a couple pictures which you guys have probably seen right and i i think it was down there that i turned to you and i said I held up my hand I was like what did you give me and I didn't and I was like I am like what it what did you put on my hand and uh because in the past I talked to you about like kind of a more I'm not I, I don't really know a lot about rings and I was like oh yeah. this is like this is one and it was kind of like plain. I'm really glad that you went with this because I love it and you when you told me what it was I was like what oh my gosh, this
0: is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's so us, you know, your typical ring wasn't really like, I couldn't find something that I really, really liked. And then I heard about the the company and I was like, oh, that's a great place to look for yeah. us. And I found that and I thought it was, you know, really cool. Classic Disney, Cinderella, Castle, all that. So very, very excited that I was able to find that that particular one to uh, to suit our engagement yes um and where we got engaged suited us even more because our favorite show is phantasmic yes her favorite character as you can tell by her t-shirt and my t-shirt <laughs> uh, is steamboat Willie, and my favorite character is sorcerer mickey and where can you see both of them on site at walt disney world phantasmic yeah and I had the timing, and thank you so much, first of all, to our friends Rob and Rachel. Yes. Who secured uh, an amazing spot at the top of the Fantasmic Amphitheater for us. Yes. For me to do this without having to distract anyone else or stand up in front of anyone else besides Rob and Rachel, who were actually filming it for us, right. who shot the video. Um, for the perfect moment that I've been dreaming about for so long, <laughs> while this godforsaken show was gone for like two and a half years Uh, i I couldn't think of a better way to do what i wanted to do than this particular moment and after we went to the opening night show when phantasmic came back finally (laughs) i knew exactly when and where i wanted to do it because i could physically see it now and i was like oh yeah it's happening and then about a month later on december 1st our plan or my plan went accordingly or according to plan, I guess. And it just it was a beautiful night. The show was perfect. The weather was perfect. Rob and Rachel were amazing. Um, shout out to all of our friends and family that came out afterwards to yes. have a drink with us at <laughs> um, at uh, the bar next to 50s primetime. I can't remember. Tune in lounge over at Hollywood Studios, which is the only bar that's open till nine o'clock, by the way, which is crazy. Right. Um. But yes, shout out to everybody that came out to uh, congratulate us and hang out with us. And um, couldn't be more grateful for all of you folks. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: And yeah, thank you guys so much for coming out. Um, Nobody spoiled the surprise, which was amazing. I think you were worried that there were a couple things that could have leaked the secret. Uh, I will say that like... I feel like we haven't gotten a chance to even like let it sink in that we're engaged because we've been so
0: busy. Yeah, the last uh, three weeks have been pretty crazy.
1: So uh, my family flew in on December first, and we went nonstop until December the eighth. Yep. And then we've just been working and like doing things, uh, you know, catching up on life things since then. And when my family was here, uh, we were doing like thirty thousand step days. <laughs> so by the time they left. Uh, I was like, I'm so sad to see you go. Bye. And then I was like, I need to sleep. So uh, there's just been it's just been so such a wild ride. And on top of that, we've been going nonstop since the beginning of this Christmas season. Yeah. One of the reasons we haven't uh, recorded an episode since November 15th is because we have literally been covering everything local, local for Christmas here in Orlando.
0: And again, youtube.com slash a couple of Park Hoppers. We have several videos up there of everything that's happening around Christmas season here in Orlando Um, and TikTok and Instagram at Park Hopper Show. Yes. All that stuff is covered on every other platform we have. We just haven't had a podcast since November 15th, but we've had this whole Christmas season covered you know, for you on our other platforms.
1: Yes. So um, as the new year comes in, we do plan on getting into like more of a, our, our regularly scheduled program, yeah. so to say. Uh, but I'm excited to just let it sink in that we're engaged. I know. <laughs> I know. Maybe Twitter will sponsor our wedding since we met there.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if I want to be sponsored by Twitter right oh, now. Oh, that's probably <laughs> true. I take that back. Unless we're going to do it in space.
1: Uh, no, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or or in a Tesla. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll workshop a Tesla. We'll
1: workshop everything. Yeah, so, yeah. for sure. But uh, that's been our biggest news, um, and I mean, we're just thrilled and excited for this next chapter together, and we're excited to share it with you guys too, because you know this is something that we've never done before. Neither of us have either be- ever been engaged.
0: Duh. <laughs> um
1: and hey some that's not true for everybody yeah, that's
0: true i mean but us though everybody knows that
1: yes we neither of us have ever been engaged this is uh you know we've been dating for a long time and our story is uh had so many like it's just had the most interesting story
0: line <laughs> yeah for sure so, without further ado, let's get into what we're going to talk about. This is more of an in-case-you-missed-it hopping-around-the-parks news episode. Yes. And so, if we didn't get engaged, this probably would have been the top story on tonight's show. And that was, speaking of new beginnings and uh, new chapters, Mr. Bob Iger is back as the CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Very, very exciting time Um so long, Bob J. Peck. So long, my friend. But not really my friend. Just so long, sir. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, Bob Iger. You know the the uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like the feeling and the mood around Walt Disney World has seemingly changed.
1: Feels like the dad of Disney came back for when the m-
0: for real though
1: when the when uh, Uncle Scrooge <laughs> Uncle Scrooge <laughs> has been watching <laughs> us. Dad's back, counting <laughs> all his
0: gold coins.
1: I it really kind of feels like that though. Like it does. like it feels like we got left with like the mean babysitter <laughs>
0: <laughs> for 2 years. Yeah. Um, and
1: I mean and and then Bob Iger comes back and everyone was like celebrate yeah so Bob Iger (laughs) has
0: signed a two-year deal to stay with the Walt Disney Company as the CEO Um, the uh, mission right now I guess is for him to groom the next CEO of whoever that may be we don't know we don't want to speculate anything like that Uh, but we're very very excited that Bob Iger who was the CEO of Disney for over 15 years prior to Bob Chapek taking over just before COVID um, is back and he's just much more of a personable boss i guess yes he seems to gravitate better to the cast and to guests and you know disney fans alike he just he has that presence he gets it he gets it he has that presence that just makes you feel better
1: yeah and a lot of times when he's using his words you know that he gets the the disney difference Right. Um, because a lot of people, when they come to Disney, they'll go vacation other places and they'll be like, it's just not the same. And uh, there's no magic, there's no nostalgia. And, uh, and I really think that he focuses on that and, you know, the cast members who make the magic, the people who come here and what their experience is and doesn't see them just as walking dollar signs.
0: Right. Exactly. Um,
1: and you know, I, I think that he really does care. And, Uh, I mean, why would he come back?
0: Right. Oh, he cares.
1: Like, he's not getting for, what is it? You said a million dollars a year?
0: Yeah, so he signed... Sounds like a lot. (laughs) I I forget (laughs) exactly what the terms were, but he's getting uh, a million dollars a year. But there's incentives that can raise his annual pay. um, Because what Bob Bob Chapek was making, you know, is significantly more than what Iger's base pay is right now. But he can make significantly more.
1: But what I mean is he's, like, almost uh i, I don't want to say taking a pay cut but like he's because he has all of these other things that he can earn from but yeah you know he cares because a million dollars for him is probably like you know
0: yeah that's that's low for uh the ceo of the walt disney company <laughs> right and um, so
1: i mean but a million dollars yeah i mean if i got a million dollars a year like
0: i'd well. be thrilled <laughs> um, I, I don't want to dive too much into the financials of what he's making. I'm just really happy that he's back, and I, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just
1: think it's significant that, it, like, it is that he. It's it should be known that that's something that you know he cares, sure, and that's very important. Um, I also think that overall, because Disney fans were getting so frustrated and upset, uh, just with the way some things are, that overall, even like. Disney fans feel much better. Just a
0: change in leadership feels better because of the way that things were trending.
1: I will say that the one thing that I hope that they do is that whoever his successor is is somebody who is a I don't know, I don't know the right way to say it. Who cares too, and who the
0: who's the, a people person?
1: A people person. Um, there I know that there were two, uh, Josh Damaro and then um. The 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 lady who talked smack about people's waistlines. Yeah, um, I I can't remember her name, but neither can I. Uh, but that's one that I'm concerned about. Um, because yeah. I feel like we we'd be getting the we'll see <laughs> the aunt to uh <laughs> to the uncle. <laughs> I'm sure we'll
0: have a lot of very good candidates, very qualified candidates by the time Bob is uh, going to be done for good the second time. Right. Um. So we can only hope that. Whoever takes over for him will be just as magical.
1: Yes. Uh, but I do
0: hope that. <laughs> yes. Speaking of magical, Guardians of the Galaxy over at uh, Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind over at Epcot is getting a little bit of a holiday makeover. Not necessarily the ride, but the audio uh, from the ride has gotten a makeover. And it, it is a Christmas remix, if you will, or holiday remix.
1: And I don't know if we actually mentioned this, by the way, but uh, we're going to go over all of our Walt Disney World stuff first, and then we're going to pop around to other
0: parks. Yes. Yes.
1: So, uh, yeah, since we're at Walt Disney World, one of the things we did get to do, and <laughs> we've ridden this ride many a times, but that Guardians uh, of the Galaxy Christmas over uh, overlay?
0: Overlay. Not layover. That's, <laughs> that's what you when you take two planes. That's the area in between. Uh,
1: we actually got to experience that the other day. Yeah, we did. and Twice. I really have to say that Disney Internet, y'all are like, y'all are just ridiculous. Everybody was like, oh, I don't like the song, it doesn't fit. I really liked writing to the song. I thought the song
0: fit really well. The song
1: fit perfectly. Y'all are just haters. I don't (laughs)
0: love the song, but but with the way that Guardians was originally built with the six songs that like everybody knows. Right. I was expecting for a holiday remix. Them to go out and get like "Wham" last Christmas or like something like that, like a Christmas song that everyone knows. Yeah. But the the custom song that they made, it was it was "Run, Run Rudolph," but it, they changed it to "Run, Run Rocket," and it was a it was a uh, a custom recording. I thought it fit the ride really well. I don't love the song per se. I think it was
1: goofy, like the Guardians yeah, are.
0: like it, it, it was fine. The thing is, it it
1: fit very well. I think people were, you know, taking the the fact that there were like, I guess, quote unquote, real artists, like you know, like real music that you would hear on the radio, and this was right. something that you would more hit here on like a a Guardians of the Galaxy like movie short or something like that right
0: and just people what people forget is that it you can't just like put on spotify and pick a song for the ride like they've got to pay for the rights to use said ride right right said songs and which they have for the other six that were previously on um, cosmic rewind
1: and at the end of the day would have it been worth it for them to like have a big payout for six songs like six christmas songs because i mean the first song that comes to mind as much as i know you don't like this song is all i want for christmas is you by mariah carey
0: i bet you mariah carey's fee was so big
1: i I mean there would have been no reason and then i mean it's only for six weeks yeah like that's it just feels like it would have cost so much money to have a good playlist and this just makes so much more sense because it's fun it's holiday yeah Um, hearing Groot sing on the ride is, you know, just perfect. So I like the song. I think it's definitely worth the ride. It's very fun and it won't be here for long. So enjoy it while we have it.
0: Yeah. The only thing that it kind of eliminates for lack of a better term and I love the ride, but it makes it a little less rewritable. Sure. Because you're taking away that surprise element of what song you're going to get like the other one right. prior to this, where you didn't know, like you saw our TikToks. I mean, we had a, a series where we were trying to get all six songs and we couldn't get the godforsaken conga um, ever. Uh, we got all the other five pretty quickly, actually, but we right. still haven't gotten conga. We're hoping it comes back after the holiday remix. But um, it takes away the rewritability of, and the, the spontaneity of the, the different song potential when you ride.
1: I mean, the only thing based off of like what you're saying, I totally agree with that. Like, I wrote it twice, and I'm like, okay, if I don't get to it next time I'm at Epcot, I, I would still try to write it, but right. like, it's not as urgent. Now, if I am somebody making that decision, and I can save a a bunch of money by not having to pay out artists for using their songs just for those six weeks. On top of making potentially the ride a little bit more available, that a lot of times uh, it can go so fast. So I think it might take a little strain off of everybody trying to get on that ride if you've ridden it once or twice and heard the song already. Right. And uh, allow people to go ride other things. It's just, I mean, we know that everybody their mom, grandpa, sister, and their cousin are here during the holidays. That's just. It, if if there's somebody who does like a a one trip a year, a lot of times it's it's either the summer or it's Christmas, right? And so I just I just wonder if that was like a calculated thing Probably. where,
0: no, how busy uh, it's gonna be.
1: We don't need y'all to ride it eighteen <clears throat> times in six weeks. Right? There's already everybody trying to get in this line. Exactly. So. I really liked it. I think it's worth the ride, and it's fun.
0: (laughs) For sure. Well, sticking at Epcot, moving away from Guardians, we're heading over to World Nature over by the seas and the land pavilions, but this is still behind a construction wall. However, because you can ride the monorail from Magic Kingdom to Epcot, you can actually see what was installed at Epcot uh, fairly recently, and that is a 16-foot tefiti that doesn't even look real it's so cool and it looks just like the tefiti from moana right but in physical form 16 feet high it's going to be so cool and it's going to be kind of the centerpiece of the journey of water inspired by moana attraction that's coming to world nature hopefully real soon
1: i think this is really cool looking uh i know some people were saying that like oh it. They don't like the way it looks. It's not done.
0: What do you mean? <laughs> it looks just like the movie. What would well, you want it to look well, like? More so the like, evil volcano version? Well, more
1: so That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think it's going to look gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I think that w- once it's done, it's going to add a lot to that area.
0: Well, anything, anything, anything is going to add a lot to that pile of mud that's Epcot right now. Uh, yeah. it's just <laughs>
1: I just see it as like a bunch of walls.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't even know what it's gonna feel like to not have walls. To not have to up. go
0: around and just be able to walk through the center again. Do you even? Rem- I How feel cool like I can is that barely. Gonna be? I can
1: barely remember when I didn't have to like go on a hike to get to uh, the other side. Yeah.
0: How much of a pain is it right now to go from the front entrance to World Showcase? Oh
1: my goodness. Well, it's funny you say that because the day that we met my family at EPCOT, we walked all the way to the back to meet them over in. Uh, over in france and uh and then walked all the way back over to guardians and it was almost a two mile walk that's crazy like we were already like okay
0: yeah
1: (laughs) that's enough steps for today
0: (laughs) and then we proceeded to spend like seven more hours there so oh my goodness my my (laughs) My, poor
1: feetsies (laughs) my
0: footsies was so tired that day
1: oh we were we were like done by like (laughs) seven or eight o'clock but uh but the thing is, these construction walls make your walks around the park much longer. So I really look forward to when you can you have a more direct like journey to where you're going and being able to enjoy uh, the journey of water. I think that's going to be really gorgeous.
0: Right, exactly. And so for our Patreons, and you can subscribe for as little as $3 a month, uh, patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers our patreons are actually looking at the image of Tefiti right now um soon to be our youtube viewers as well but patreons get first access at said video i
1: think she's in love with spaceship earth she is look at the way she's, she's offering at
0: it. spaceship earth up to us oh wow See her hands she's doing like the thing here you
1: go this is my <laughs>
0: yeah here's my offering
1: this is from me <laughs> yeah
0: a geodesic sphere love it
1: wow (laughs) Um, yes
0: so patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers you can help subscribe help support us by subscribing monthly as little as three dollars a month that's less than a cup of coffee from dunkin donuts starbucks Wawa, just about anywhere else
1: and you're going to be getting you know different uh, you're going to be seeing this video much earlier we're going to be doing more posts more behind the scenes Uh, we have our monthly giveaway and all of those things are just to say thank you Just remember uh, if you're considering it that if you enjoy our content we take our time and do all of this and you know being able to support us is huge and some a lot of places like with their patreon they don't always have these things but we want to say thank you because we appreciate you guys so if you've been considering it please do it we your support means more than you will ever realize in our growth (laughs) yeah now uh speaking of things that are changing
0: yeah pretty yeah sh- <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. uh <laughs> just yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was going to, i was going to make a joke and then i fumbled it like just horribly so i'm going to refrain from making said joke okay but you go ahead and announce the next thing on our news list so
1: uh everybody kind of <laughs> grumbled and you know g- i say grumbled cuz people want to get their last rides in on this ride uh, Splash Mountain's last day of operation will be January the twenty second. Uh, I think a lot of people didn't really know when the when the last uh, "How do you do?" would <laughs> ring through the Magic <laughs> Kingdom, but uh, January twenty second is going to be it. So if you are looking to ride one last time,
0: one last time, <laughs>
1: make your way down here uh, before it closes. I know that we're going to get to ride a couple more times.
0: Yeah. We also made a park reservation for January 22nd for said reason. So we're we're going to try to ride that evening. Uh, We'll see how long the lines are.
1: I'm just curious what people are going to do. Like, are they going to be holding like candles outside of (laughs) Splash Mountain? (laughs) Like, I'm just expecting people to like see it get closed and like hold hands and be like, you know, be (sighs) sad. I
0: don't know. Because some people are
1: like really into that ride. Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, I love it, but I'm not, like, diehard about it.
1: I mean, I'm I'm more excited for a new ride, yeah, honestly. I'm very
0: excited for Tiana's Bayou Adventure coming in 2024. We don't know when yet. My assumption would probably be around October 1st, because that's when Disney likes to do things at the beginning of fiscal years. Right. Uh, because the late 2024 was the only date that they've given, but that would be my best educated guess. Yeah. But Tiana's Bayou Adventure, very, very excited for that. Splash Mountain has been sort of deteriorating over the last couple of years, as uh, especially as after the announcement was made that it was going away as is uh, in 2020. So um, I'm going to be sad to see it go. I'm not going to be devastated, but I'm really looking forward to what's next. And I know the Imagineers are cooking up something really cool in that lab right now. And uh, we'll all get to see it at late 2024 and marvel at the uh, talents that uh, the comes from the Imagineering department.
1: I think it's something to really look forward to and uh, I'm ready
0: for it. (laughs) Me too. Well, speaking of new rides at Magic Kingdom, Desperately Needing New Rides has not opened a new ride since 2014, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which is crazy. Uh, Eight years ago was the last new ride at Magic Kingdom. But coming in spring 2023 is Tron Light Cycle Run, five years in the making. Um, Very, very excited that Tron is doesn't have an official date yet but it has an official date range I guess you could say spring 2023 we have heard some rumors on the street from other sources that uh there it may be opening early April with you know some cast member and annual past DBC Club 33 previews and such before that um, but April 1st feels like a perfect opening day a because it is spring 2023. And B, it is the first day after the fiftieth celebration.
1: Oh, g- yes, give me a, <laughs> give me something new after the fiftieth yeah. celebration. Oh, you know what a else? Hundred will be gone? years of wonder. And what else will be gone?
0: What enchantment?
1: <laughs> Farewell. Yeah,
0: yeah. We haven't. We don't have a closing date for enchantment just yet. But that also makes. All the sense.
1: The closing date is hang on, March 31st. not soon <laughs> enough. It's it's not soon enough is when that closing date is. As
0: if you heard and heard before, Danny just lied.
1: I have definitely calmed down on my rage, but uh,
0: especially since the new beginning started, because yeah. it definitely makes it better. It's not great, but it makes it better. Yeah.
1: It's like a band-aid over the bullet hole <laughs> sure still ble- still bleeding, a little still bit. bleeding. <laughs> you're, you're still bleeding out but uh <laughs> you're doing your best it's like it's like at the sparkly band-aid they put on it <laughs>
0: right exactly
1: but uh, yes I, I would definitely say that like that would be smart of them because the end of the 50th anniversary celebration people are gonna be like oh okay it's done yeah give us something else to be excited about immediately after I For mean sure. I think that would be awesome.
0: Yes, I am very, very excited about this. And I've been in Magic Kingdom quite a bit in the last couple of weeks. And every time I've been there, the Tron coaster cars are constantly running, which is a great sign. Because they have to do you know, a certain amount of testing before there's even a human allowed on board. Right. Uh, but they have these act- these like crash test dummy type things that are filled with water to weigh them down. And they are the ones that are riding... Tron right now, but the tr- the coaster cars are running like constantly throughout the day. So if you are going to Magic Kingdom anytime in the next week or two, go over to Tron. You, you check it out. You can see the trains running on the tracks, and it's so exciting. We're so close after so many years. <laughs> we're almost there. Uh, very, very, very excited about this ride opening.
1: I I also think it's wild that we moved here three years and almost three months ago. I know, and we haven't ridden the train at Magic Kingdom. Or gotten to ride Tron and both of those things have been happening the entire time.
0: Yeah, and speaking of that, the train, the the Magic Kingdom Railroad is running again, not for guests, but it's doing testing and cast members are training and we should be getting that railroad railroad wow boo railroad (laughs) very, very soon. So stay tuned for that.
1: Have you uh Do you like riding the train?
0: I haven't ridden it in so long. I truthfully don't remember how much I like it or not, but I will definitely love getting back on it, at least the first few times, just to do it.
1: So I love riding the train. It is one of the best things to do, especially back in the day when we used to do open to closes. Like, your feet hurt. I used to take naps on the train because it would be hot, and then the the breeze just, ugh, it's awesome. So... There's so much to look forward to with with those. They add so
0: much. And being able to not have to walk from the front of the park to Frontierland and Fantasyland and Tomorrowland and all that. Very, very excited about the train coming back and the opportunity to just take a nice, peaceful ride around the park.
1: And it's kind of like classic Disney that's missing. Yeah, Walt loved his trains. And it's been gone for so long, I've almost forgotten that i missed it so I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to ride the train again just to sit down and take a take a ride around magic kingdom there's it, nothing like that
0: it's interesting because we've been here for over three years now
1: three years now three months
0: almost yeah and so like danny was saying we haven't ridden the train the entire time we've been here but every time we go to magic kingdom we walk under the train station and it's like <laughs> You almost forget that that was a train station. And it's right. not just like the front of the park.
1: I feel like I for- I was forgetting that Tron was being built and that the train station was something that we were going to be able to use here in the future. Right. Like, it's just been so
0: long. Like, f- for the last three and a half years, that front of the park has just been like the area for those flowers and that topiary. Right. And like a cool photo as you're walking in. Right. But you almost forget that there was a train running through there all the time.
1: Yeah, and also when you're at Magic Kingdom, usually you hear the... uh... The train sounds yeah. like, well, I mean, there's like, like the sound of it moving, the whistle. Choo-choo. All of those things are part of the Magic Kingdom ambiance. Yeah, And so I think it'll be really fun to like hear those things again For and strange, sure. but fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So Tron opening in spring 2023. Don't have a date yet. We're hoping by April 1st. Um, Splash Mountain closing uh, January 22nd. And uh, the railroad opening in the very near future.
1: Yes. Now, speaking of other things that have taken a very long time, Avatar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure, yeah.
1: Remember when that first movie came out? Yeah,
0: 13 years ago.
1: 75 years ago. <laughs> you know the...
0: <laughs> it's been 84 years. You know, that's what I was going to say, the lady from the Titanic
1: <laughs> like, yeah. who's telling the story. That's what it feels like because... I had never seen Avatar. I finally saw it. It was good. Um, and I we saw it because I just had never seen the movie before. Now, how long has it been since the first one came out?
0: 2009, 13 years.
1: Oh, wow, 13 years. Okay. Well, the next one is coming out soon. Is it this week? I believe this it's week? this week. Okay, this week.
0: Uh, Avatar, The Way of Water.
1: So we do have tickets booked for the 75 hour movie yeah. that we're going to sit down actually it's, today I, I think it's three hours and 15 minutes
0: that's with credits so about three hours
1: okay well we do have our <laughs> tickets booked yes uh i i it's gonna, be a, it's
0: gonna be a doozy it's gonna be a doozy i'm excited to see the the new animation though because 20, uh, 2009 when that first one came out was like groundbreaking animation like crazy imax 3d like stuff that you'd never seen before And I'm really excited to see what 13 years worth of technology can do to a movie that was already so groundbreaking. But how
1: long have they been working on it? Because I'm assuming like 13 years. So it's not... Honestly,
0: probably. (laughs) Probably.
1: I'm just so curious like what it will look like because how long in those 13 years were they working on it? Yeah. Well,
0: James Cameron notoriously takes forever to make his movies, but it's all tlc it's tender loving care and
1: it, but there's nothing else in the world that takes 13 years to have the second movie that's uh, yeah. wild.
0: i mean unless you're rebooting something
1: uh i mean yeah but that's usually once you've closed the chapter and you're like well, sure. we, c- we could do another one
0: sure especially with uh, uh pandora opening in 2017 yeah five years ago at this point yes uh I think with them opening that land, they had intended on the other Avatar movies, and I say movies because apparently there's like four or five of them um, coming.
1: How old are we going to be when all of them come out? Every thirteen years, years. <laughs> like literally.
0: <laughs> um, I think they intended, or Disney when they when they ended up acquiring the rights for Avatar that the movie was going to come out a lot sooner than 2022. And I think COVID had something to do with it. I
1: don't believe that but at all.
0: <laughs> I, I do think it was intended to come out a year or two ago, but I just obviously think... things stood in the way. But um, I'm excited for it. Are you excited for it? Are you excited to see it?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I'm sure. not like I'm not over the moon excited. Like we're I already saw
1: the second Avatar, like
0: like we are for uh,
1: we are, violent
0: night that we're going to see tonight. We
1: watched Black Panther, and yeah. that wasn't that Avatar, sure, the, with Basically. all the blue people. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I was like, when I was watching it, I was like, wait, it, it, did yeah. James Ca- James Cameron do this one too? Sure. But well, I, I mean, I am excited to see it. I just I don't know if I'm excited to sit through that long of a movie because when we watch Black Panther. I'd I'd turn to you. I was like, my butt is falling asleep.
0: Yeah. Well, the reason why we bring up Avatar, the way of water is because there is a brand new projection show starting yesterday, December 12th at animal kingdom on the tree of life. Uh, animal kingdom isn't open too late after dark. So there's not super amount of opportunities to see said projection show. Right. But, uh, the projection show avatar way of water is now running on the tree of life as of um, yesterday, as of yesterday, December 12th. Okay. Um, it's a really cool thing that they do on uh, on the Tree of Life. They had a little holiday one that was really cute. Um, normally, it's like a Disney Lion King, very centric. Uh, it's called the Tree of Life Awakening, where every, I don't know exactly what the time schedule is, every 20, 30 minutes is like a five-minute show. Yeah, um, it and has some cute animals. Yeah, it's it's really cool, the technology they can do with all the lighting in the tree branches and the projections on the big trunk. Um, but there's a brand new ch- projection show like we said uh, featuring Avatar the way of water uh, starting yesterday December 12th at Animal Kingdom
1: yeah so all of that is happening actually honestly I am excited to kind of see it I'm yeah. I'm just curious because after 13 years like the hype better be like real you know yeah. what I mean uh, that's a long wait for anything but I'm also excited to see the Tree of Life come alive with uh, the Navi like I think that, I'm curious how big they make them on the tree. yeah, they're gonna be like massive. massive. <laughs> so that'll be really pretty to see. and uh, do we know if that's gonna be for the time being or it, there's no we don't have an end date. okay. It.
0: So I would imagine maybe through the theater run of Avatar, maybe so two or good. three months. okay, something like that. Yeah. Before Avatar ends up on like HBO Max or whatever it ends up on. Or Disney Plus, I guess. Yeah, Disney Plus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now that Disney owns Fox.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they'll have this on here like for the time being since, you know, we do have Pandora in the park. Right. But I guess we'll see. We'll let you know as soon as we know.
0: Yeah. Well, Uh, there's a couple other things we wanted to touch on for Walt Disney World before we move on to our uh, Universal and uh, Disneyland news that we have for you. Yes. Um. There was a, an announcement the other day that uh, Walt Disney World has come up with new park-specific pricing for one-day one park tickets, and prices will vary based on park and date. Um, so now the uh, one-day one park tickets for all four studio or all four parks um, is as follows: Animal Kingdom starting at 109 and going up to 159. Now the base price for one-day one park tickets. For a while, has been 109. So Animal Kingdom is keeping that minimum price; it's staying exactly where it was. So Animal Kingdom one park one day ticket, 109 to 159 depending on date.
1: So this has no increase,
0: correct? Correct. correct. Um, Hollywood Studios is going to 124 to 179 depending on day. One day one park ticket. Epcot. 114 to 179, depending on day, and Magic Kingdom 124 to 189. Now, it's important to note that the 189 is Around Christmas time, I
1: think it's on Christmas Day. Very
0: few dates are actually one eighty nine. It's basically right. just holidays,
1: right? I th- I thought that was just on Christmas Day, if you, I remember you correctly. You might be right. I
0: know it is for sure Christmas Day, but I think it might be other holidays like Fourth of July and that kind of thing too.
1: Which I do want to note that Christmas Day is isn't it the busiest day it, at Magic Kingdom, or it, it, it used is. to be?
0: It used to be. Um, the park reservation system has something to do with that. That the fact that it's not shoulder to shoulder people anymore christmas day used to be so insane that like the people mover would be like a two-hour wait which is unbelievable why
1: do y'all want to stand in line on christmas
0: right like (laughs) i get wanting to be in the magic kingdom on christmas but i wouldn't want to wait for anything i just go and like see it and then go home there's (laughs) no part of
1: me that would ever want to like just stand in lines the entire christmas day but also that's just me (laughs) yeah and
0: i would never pay to go to magic kingdom on that day Personally, I would, I would go with like as a pass holder just because I could go, but I would never pay the 189 to go to Magic Kingdom. It's a ridiculous experience.
1: Yeah, we've we've been on some quite busy days where, when you live here, you're like, I can come on days where all these people are not here. Yeah, and so, uh, but yes, yeah, so th- that day specifically, I believe is on Christmas, but you would have to check if that's something that you want. If you want to stand in line for two hours for the people mover. Go ahead and check it out.
0: (laughs) Right. And there's a quote from Disney um, after these prices were released. And this is actually a really interesting note because this was not the case before. And the reason why we're emphasizing that it's one day, one park tickets. uh, It says, we continue to focus on providing guests with the best, most memorable Disney experience. And we're doing that by growing our theme parks with incredible new attractions and offerings. We're also making planning easier with new one day tickets that automatically include a guest's theme park reservation and continue to provide a wide range of options to visit throughout the year, including our lowest price ticket of one oh nine, which has not changed in more than four years. Like we said, Um, the biggest part of that quote is the fact that there is a park reservation that you automatically get by purchasing said one day one park ticket for whatever park you're buying. Right. Because there were so many issues when the park reservation system started that people were buying tickets and not making reservations A because they just probably didn't know and B that there weren't there weren't any available and it seemed kind of very disingenuous on Disney's part to sell tickets mm. without an, a, an ability to make it a reservation. I completely disagree. Oh, I don't.
1: I think that people do zero research for what they're doing. They spend their money and expect the red carpet to roll out for them.
0: That's not necessarily true. And
1: I personally think that it's a lack of people taking any accountability and planning their vacation. I strongly
0: disagree with that when it comes to the reservation stuff because it was so out of nowhere and so new for a lot of people that have been coming to Disney for a long time. You buy a ticket, you go to Disney.
1: I'm sorry, did they miss the 10 things that said, make a reservation, make a reservation, make a reservation, make a reservation, make a reservation?
0: (laughs) But, But to the average person, does buy a ticket or make a reservation sound any different?
1: Uh, but I think if you're buying a ticket and you're like, I'm gonna, here's my money, I'm not gonna read anything.
0: But that's what people were doing. But with the, but da- the way that Disney does tickets now, you've got to select specific dates. And good. If, and if you were purchasing, a, say, throw a date out there, December fifteenth. I'm buying a ticket for December fifteenth, and I want to go to Magic Kingdom. I buy the ticket for December fifteenth. If I didn't know any better, I would have thought I was good, and I would just show up at Magic Kingdom and go, Bing, Bing, and in we go. But The fact that you could buy a one day, one park ticket and not get in because you didn't do that second step that was new seemed kind of crappy.
1: I just think that people were just like, I'm going to here, take my money and I'm not going to read anything else that's on the screen because like I don't want to or I'm not going to pay attention. I'm so lazy. I'm not going to read a single thing that's on this page other than purchase.
0: Yeah, but you shouldn't be selling tickets to a park that doesn't have any reservations available. That's my point.
1: Well, I I, I agree with you to that point, but like they're... Sorry, it's sold out. Th- right. This is something that like is good because it eliminates the need for people to read, which they weren't doing anyway,
0: so. Sure, but it, it could have gone both ways. People definitely should have researched and done more, but they also shouldn't have been selling tickets for Magic Kingdom on December 15th if there were no reservations available.
1: Right. I don't know. I I guess I just feel like anytime I've done anything vacation-y, I read where I'm supposed to be. What time? What do I need to bring? Do I need confirmation? Like, if I'm spending my money, I'm at least paying 25% attention. Sure. Like, and, and I try to be thorough because it's on my, it's, it's my, like responsibility to be prepared for something like that. Like when I went scuba diving at the seas, I literally like printed out the instructions and had everything I needed and had my dive license and had all the things that I needed and showed up at the right time At the right place. I had it all out. When I got there, I went to guest services and made sure that I was at the right place. Like,
0: sure. And I I don't understand
1: how there are no steps taken to make a reservation.
0: Because they shouldn't have had to. (laughs) Disney made an extra step that was very unnecessary for those people. And because of that, a lot of people ended up not having a good time. And it was a bad customer experience because when you're buying a ticket for said day, if I'm spending the money, like you said, if I'm spending the money and I'm buying a ticket for December 15th at Magic Kingdom, I'm expecting to be able to go to Magic Kingdom on December 15th without doing anything else once I purchase that ticket, correct? Sure. And it all along, this change that was made should have been a part of the deal for one day, one park tickets. You should have automatically gotten a reservation Assigned to your My Disney Experience account by buying a ticket.
1: Well, it just takes away the flexibility. That now. extra
0: step was stupid.
1: I just think that there were so many like, I like, hey, you have to make a reservation. Email sent out. Everything like, I don't know how people missed it. Like, I feel like it was pounded into my head so well. I was, I felt like I needed a reservation for everything in life. Like,
0: sure. I mean, for I, what for what we do, it was a different story because we had to report it to the people as well. You know, we knew about the reservation system and all that, but the average person that's going on vacation at Disney isn't as nuts about Disney as we are.
1: Right. But it was like this, that for SeaWorld, for Universal, it's, it's all of those things are directly in front of your face. But the thing is, I truly believe that most people don't pay any attention when they're making plans. Just the, the they pay their money and expect the red carpet to roll out for them.
0: I don't even I don't even think most people expected that. I just if you buy a ticket for a certain day at a certain park, you should get into said park on certain day. No matter what. I don't know. I think that second step was dumb. I having I, to do it manually was dumb.
1: I mean, I I I guess so. I just think that there's there's a lack of Awareness, sure. Like you took all the steps to pack your bags, get on a plane. No, I get that. Take a car there. I mean,
0: there's people I meet all the time. Get that your don't even hotel have the Disney app, so it's like you. But what, you know what I mean? What like you, you, you took
1: all these <laughs> all these steps, and like you didn't open an email, right? Like, or you didn't right. like. I get that. I I just I I it's beyond me.
0: Much like the new beginning of Enchantment. That
1: band over the bullet hole making
0: the <laughs> reservation automatically when you buy the ticket should have been there all along
1: yeah all along. now question yeah does if you pick a certain day can you change it do we know this i don't know i don't know either
0: i'm not sure you'd have to call this name i to, think <laughs> i think some of these things are so intricate
1: because there's so many people there's that so many moving s- parts there's so many moving parts we don't know everything Yeah. <laughs> we
0: do not we know a lot but definitely not everything
1: no but um I agree. I just, I think anytime the the 50 people who are like, do I need a park reservation? And it was like every day for a while on the Facebook groups. It was like, right. yes, yes, you do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it,
1: it like hit you in the face the second you open the website. I think we, I just completely like disagree that.
0: Yeah, we can agree to disagree. I don't know. It's all good. Opposites attract, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I also have, Worked in theme parks and you see common sense so go right I. out the mid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So have I. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like
0: I said, I meet people all the time that don't even have the Disney app, and I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> How?
1: How? I, I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But that's, that's just me. But I, just to go back to like the original thing, even though we disagree on <laughs> the responsibility, I still love her. <laughs> I still love you too, Yay. even though you're wrong. <gasps> uh.
0: In your opinion.
1: Come on. Come on. Send us a
0: comment. Send us uh, a note on any of our social medias. Do you agree with me or do you do you agree with Danny? I'm sorry. User buys dinner? Like the the, the <laughs> most giant
1: obvious like, please make a reservation from every angle, and people still don't make reservations. Get out of town. But wouldn't you?
0: <laughs> wouldn't the average person think that a park ticket is a reservation for a park?
1: No. Did you even go on the website? It literally says like you need a ticket reservation or that, you need a reservation. I'm second step on after buying the ticket. ticket. Was
0: stupid. It
1: doesn't matter. Stupid. It's what's required. I know. Like. It literally hit you in the face at every angle on their website. But it's so
0: disingenuous to sell tickets for things that they can't do. That's dumb.
1: But it gave flexibility. You pick your day. You don't want to pick your day, then you don't get in.
0: But why are you selling sold out days? That's my point.
1: I don't know. I
0: don't, <laughs> that's not my job, but
1: yeah. but I'm tired of hearing people be like, "Oh, now I make a reservation." I had no idea. How did you not know?
0: Yeah. All <laughs> How? Right. Well, let's move on from uh, the one day one park tickets because this is such a hot button topic. Fine. Um, and speaking of <laughs> more reservations, because Disney <laughs> likes the, the word reservation so much, it's more it's it's almost more used than magical and adventure at this at this point. It's the word reservation. Oh my goodness. Uh, between dining and uh, lightning lanes and. Park reservations. But I'd rather make a
1: reservation than stand in line. Sure, no, I get that.
0: (laughs) But Genie Plus has announced that they are doing a uh, dynamic pricing like airlines. Uh, Depending on demand and day, it's going to cost anywhere between $15 and $29. At, uh, per person, as we sit today, um, as low as fifteen, as high as twenty-nine, which is double the cost. Which for a family of four or five can get pretty expensive if you're going to do. How much
1: was it the other day?
0: It was seventeen. Yeah, that's, that that wasn't we did it bad. The other day. Um, so that wasn't too bad. But uh, the most important thing is that they're actually making modifications to the uh, lightning lane selection. Um, so Genie Plus will add, will soon add the ability to modify Genie Plus lightning lane reservations without can- needing to cancel and rebook. That is huge because before, when you booked a lightning lane through Genie Plus, um, you would have that time, that hour window locked in, and if you needed to. Uh, Change it, you would have to cancel it first and hope that the one that you were trying to get didn't disappear. Um, This change will happen in the next week or so at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Nice. Um, Currently, Genie Plus Lightning Lane bookings must be canceled and rebooked if you want to change your time, like I said. Um, In the time it takes you to cancel and search for the new time, it's often, if not always, gone. Right. Uh, The change will allow you to find a better time without losing your current time. So, for example, Say we wanted to ride Slinky Dog Dash at Hollywood Studios. Right. Say when we're making that Lightning Lane reservation, you have to do early for Slinky Dog Dash. So this is a perfect example. At seven o'clock in the morning, we've already purchased Genie Plus, and we're trying to figure out a time we want to ride Slinky Dog that day. And say eleven thirty a.m. is available. We go ahead and book that. A little bit later on, we want to say, "Hey, you know, we're hungry. We're going to go eat lunch." And then maybe we'll try to do Slinky Dog later in the day. Right. So at lunch, we go to 1130. And so we go into the app and we want to see if there's a lightning lane available for like 230 or 330 for Slinky right. Dog. Instead of having to cancel said 1130 Slinky Dog, now you can still hold on to your 1130. See if there's another one available later. And if there's not, hold on to it and change your plans. Right. Right you know, have lunch after you ride Slinky Dog, but you can still get to ride Slinky Dog because you can hold on to it and not lose it to somebody who is also simultaneously looking for a Slinky Dog ride.
1: It is worth being noted that this is the same way that Disney Dining works. Correct. So you can modify, but not change. you won't lose your original reservation until you change to the new one. Right. So in theory, if you were like modifying and it's going to hold on to that old one and then the new one will replace it where before if you deleted the old one like you said it, would, it was gone. It, it could be gone um i also do want to mention speaking of dining i don't believe we've discussed oh this. yes yes great call uh dining reservations can now be modified or canceled correct up to two hours well
0: modified you can do it Almost minutes. up to the time yeah
1: um, i think it's 20 minutes is the cutoff right Uh, But they can be modified or canceled. But now cancellation can happen up to two hours before your dining, where it used to be that day.
0: It used to have to be before midnight, the day of your reservation.
1: Right. So basically, like let's just say you had a dining reservation and you kind of just forgot to cancel it. Um, If you weren't going to make it, then you're going to get charged $10 a person. Now, if you were to uh, remember... Right before now, you can let that dining reservation go and somebody else can potentially grab it. Right. Which we have learned, uh, fr- like, firsthand that the day of is a great time to get yeah. dining reservations. Or
0: for, uh, like, really in-demand dining reservations. Like, we recently did storybook dining at Artist Point yeah. at Wilderness Lodge, which is probably one, if not the most sought-after reservations on property.
1: Just very uh, limited availability because of the hours. It only goes from, what is it, four to nine? Four to nine, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, But because that is so hard to find, it's really difficult to modify. So a lot of people still end up canceling that the day before. Right. So the day before, if you're looking for a a dining reservation, the level of Artist Point or like Cinderella's Royal Table or something like that, the day before is a great time to try to find that.
1: Right. And even the day of, uh, being flexible on a Disney trip is super it's helpful. It's important. Uh, especially if there's something that you want to do. Because I've seen people say, like, I want to do this, but I want to have the reservation now.
0: Yeah. Just if do you, it
1: the day of. Like, you can, there's a good chance you can make that happen.
0: And if you can't find a reservation 60 days out like they make it available for, yeah. don't fret. Because you will more likely than not find what you're looking for, you just may have to wait a little bit.
1: Yeah. Uh, One thing I just want to mention before we move on to uh, Universal is I love Disney fans. We are all a very, very passionate bunch about what we love and getting to participate in this community. Um, I just get frustrated when people are upset about (laughs) something and they won't stop talking about it. Like... (laughs) And yes, I know I, I'm, I talked about enchantment a lot, Yeah. but just like the reservation thing, like, can't we all just get along? Sure. And, and we, we love you guys. We love Disney fans. We all have so much in common. And, but, uh, you know, y- you guys all know how social media is. And mm-hmm. sometimes people, it's always the keyboard warriors oh, who yeah. scream the loudest. Exactly. So, uh, but I think those are great changes because being able to modify a dining reservation two hours ahead of time, That's great. it used to be that you had to modify. And if it was something rare, you were just, you know.
0: SOL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or, or you're just paying, you know, the, the fee. The fee, yeah. <laughs> it, it happens, but... Uh, I think we're ready to pop on over to another park.
0: Yeah, so that wraps up our recent news edition for Walt Disney World. Quite a bit. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in, in the last amount of time before or since we have did a, uh, a podcast.
1: And usually the holidays are pretty slow with news just because the parks themselves are so busy.
0: Yeah, I mean, things are still slowly but surely getting back to normal. And we're still not there yet, but we're very, very close. Yes. Um. So yeah, like, like Danny said, let's hop over to Universal Orlando where... I'm really excited about this. They just opened uh, last Friday the great movie Escape, which is a, an escape experience, not an escape room, because I guess there's like seven or eight rooms in each one. Um, there's an ex- escape experience, and there's two different experiences, and they are based on the intellectual properties of Jurassic World and Back to the Future.
1: Jurassic World is like got so much happening right now. I
0: know. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> Give me all of the Jurassic
1: World. I did. I gave it to you for our anniversary. You sure
0: did, Rexy.
1: Well, we, uh, we're we going to be going to Jurassic World live. Yes. So, so excited. Yes. But this is another thing that we can do that's right in our backyard. Now, the prices start at $50 per person or $300 for a private room of eight people. So weekends and holidays are more expensive. Annual passes can get 15% off.
0: And that's at the door. That's not in advance purchasing on UniversalOrlando.com. That AP discount has to be at the door.
1: Now, one thing that I was shocked at is I didn't realize that escape rooms (laughs) cost that much. Yeah. I thought they were like $20.
0: But I would imagine that Universal Orlando has the biggest budget of just about any escape room experience where... And and these grand IPs that they can use, right? That it's going to be worth the extra fifteen to twenty dollars for admission.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they do. Me too. Because I'm avoiding
0: all spoilers. I don't want to see any videos. I know there's oh, videos and stuff out there. Oh, there are. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, there was a, there was a media anything. preview, and I just didn't want to see any of it. So.
1: Oh, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Um, I also kind of stick my head in the sand when it comes to that stuff because sure. yeah, I'm I mean, like, I, mean, I want to. I want to do it. Why would you <laughs>
0: want to watch a video of an escape room? I don't th- want the and answers. Then, and then go. <laughs> yeah, right. You're supposed to go into it blind and have fun. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yes, like Danny said, starting at $50 per person and $300 for a private room of eight people. So I would imagine just by that sentence alone that you would go in, like, say, you and I, we would get matched up with up to eight people for an experience. I don't think it would just be you and I going if we were to sign up. Right. So I think like, you know, whoever, the, like this group of eight and then this group of eight, no matter who booked together, but you can also book your own private experience if you're guaranteeing them the $300 and get eight people to Or go. up to eight. Up I'm, to eight people. I
1: wonder if you wanted to do it on your own, if it would cost $300. Probably. Woo!
0: That's why you bring more people. Yikes! Yeah, I can think of like 40 people I would bring, so. 40 people? <laughs> yeah. All of you out there. In Park Um (laughs) All right. So, yes, $300, which is actually much cheaper than $50 per person. It comes out to about $38 a person.
1: See, that seems more like what I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah. So, and I I don't believe that the uh, pass holder discount is eligible for the private room.
1: (gasps) What? Yeah. But that makes sense. (laughs) Because you're already getting a (laughs) discount You're already getting a discount. But I'm curious, what are Christmas dinosaurs? What's that cost? Like, if you go on Christmas... How much does something like that cost? Um,
0: I I read, I was looking briefly at the Universal website, and I think it goes up to $69 Wow! on weekends and holidays. Holidays are a little bit more expensive.
1: So dinosaurs on Christmas are more expensive. Yeah, it's a very nice (laughs) price. (laughs) That's what you
0: learned. (laughs) Exactly. So very, very excited to check that out at some point. We're gonna try to gather, you know, a group of eight folks and try to get that three hundred dollar deal, and you know, go have some fun with some friends.
1: Hopefully, at some point, I, I maybe when the holidays are over. Yeah, exactly. And we'll report back to you how we enjoy it. Yeah, as for, we always do. For
0: sure. I don't. I don't know if we'll make a video or not, but we'll I say, don't.
1: I don't think so. I don't think I'd want to. I, I think f- I'd want
0: to fully immerse myself. I
1: feel like if anything, we do like a before and after and some bits and pieces. Nothing like. Spoilers. And
0: we don't own one, but the only video I think I would ever do in an escape room was a GoPro. Like yeah, we on don't my have head. a GoPro yet. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Great Movie Escape is now open at Universal Orlando City Walk. Uh, it's not in one of the parks, so you don't need park admission. Right. Um, it is in Universal Orlando City Walk. Another announcement from Universal Orlando is they announced the long-awaited announcement of. Villain Con Minions Blast, which will be opening this summer. Uh, The Blaster game experience will be located at the former spot of Shrek 4D at Universal Studios. The attraction will open within the new Minion Land. So I guess we're calling that street the Minion Land on Illumination Avenue which is interesting. Okay. Um, the new area will be will also feature the fan-favorite Despicable Me Minion Mayhem attraction, which is the Minion ride that already exists, a new Minion Cafe, which is overtaking the former Monsters Cafe, and other surprises inspired by popular characters from Illumination's blockbuster franchises. So that's really interesting. I didn't notice that the first time I read it, that it's going to be the Minion Land on Illumination Avenue. So that first street is apparently going to be Illumination Avenue now, um, with okay. with other IPs outside of just Despicable Me and Minions being featured there. So,
1: which is uh, I'm trying to think of
0: Secret Life of Pets, uh, the Trolls, Troll. Nah, I think that DreamWorks.
1: Oh, is oh yeah, it is DreamWorks. Um,
0: there's another. Uh, Super Mario. Uh, the new Super Mario movie is going to be Illuminations. Oh, okay. Um, the 2018 version of The Grinch was Illuminations.
1: Okay, we started watching that the other night.
0: Um, I can't remember what other stuff that Illuminations has made, but definitely Secret Life of Pets and Super Mario, the movie.
1: I would love if they brought the Secret Life of Pets ride here. That
0: ride looks awesome. I would love to go on that at some point when when we go out to California. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, it's a really cool uh, slow-moving dark ride. Uh Kind of an Omni mover like Haunted Mansion, you you just get on the ride and it just keeps moving. Um, but the technology is really cool. Check it out on YouTube if you want to see it.
1: So before like I we moved here, I thought that all rides at Universal were like that. No, like that's that's what I I thought we were. That that's what I thought the parks were. But uh, and then I was like, what? It's only in California, but we'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. well, now speaking of California, we are going to Park Hop right over, across the country to uh, Disneyland. And we got a couple of announcements there.
0: Yeah. February 24th, the day before my birthday, is the return of <laughs> Magic Happens. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Guys.
1: <laughs> Magic happens. Here's the funny thing. I love, we love this parade, but during the pandemic, that 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 particular video that Disneyland put out of the condensed parade, it was like about nine minutes and some seconds. I think we watched it <sighs> like all c- like a couple million times. <laughs> Literally, I would just put it on and dance around in the living room and be like, everything is fine. Everything is fine. Yeah. When in fact, everything was not fine. But it made me feel like everything was okay. And that parade is so incredible. The characters, the floats, the music. Disney understood the assignment when it came to this parade. And yes. we all know how important music can be to a show or a parade. Uh-huh. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Enchantment. Um, but I think we all knew. I, well, I'm just going <laughs> to tell you. What you were referencing. Him. I will forever believe that music is the secret ingredient that either causes some sort of entertainment show, parade, anything to either thrive or... Fail. I was like, what's a nice word? Fail. We'll just Bomb.
0: Say that. Bomb. <laughs> bomb. Bomb, 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 <laughs> bomb.
1: But I'm actually very excited to see how they change this. Now, I have a sneaking suspicion that some things are going to be changed. One, because one day we were sitting at home and I was like, I'm going to put on Magic Happens. And they pulled it off their YouTube page. And sure I did. was so mad. I was like, what does that mean? It's never coming back. In hindsight, and with the different changes that have been happening around the park, I think that they are going to be changing the soundtrack. I think they're going to be removing um, the zippity doo from yeah. the soundtrack. I also think that when it comes to this parade, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw some new characters added because of their popularity, uh, most specifically in Kanto. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that. Uh, What are your thoughts about that?
0: Um, Yeah, zippity Doodah is definitely going away, for sure. It's already been taken out of Festival of Fantasy, um, everywhere you could possibly- think it was there it's gone um i don't think there's gonna be too many updates to that unless they're gonna f- like you said feature in kanto um the one thing i was a little disappointed at is um that the new phantasmic didn't feature in kanto i, I was just, really hoping that it would
1: i just think that when they were creating it it wasn't like i think this that had been going on for a long time i sure. think if they knew how big it was gonna be then it would have been Featured, but by the time that that happened, yeah, it, the plans were already in motion. Because I
0: would have, I would have swapped that for the Mulan battle scene yesterday. Oh yeah, uh, because every time Mirabelle popped up on the water screen projections, the crowd went wild. So yeah. people love her, and people love that movie. And I think that in the future, we'll probably see some sort of update adding Encanto to something.
1: I would just be surprised that they don't take this opportunity because, like, Encanto is so big it's it's like the next frozen
0: honestly Uh, it's not gonna be that big but it's definitely the second biggest thing since frozen that that they've put out
1: i mean have you heard the army of children that sing every single word to we don't talk about bruno anytime you watch something yes
0: but nothing will ever top let it go
1: i mean ever you're not wrong (laughs) ever but we've i mean after so many years of singing let it go we needed a new we had to let it go (laughs) even
0: what they thought would top let it go into the unknown will never top let it go no let it go is the most famous disney song ever made
1: i mean they show yourself is way better than into the unknown anyway but uh i i just think i would be surprised if they didn't take this opportunity to add in because they didn't add it to phantasmic sure because if I just feel like if you're a parent or you're, you have a kid who loves Encanto and you hear that you can see Encanto in the parade at Disneyland, what are you going to do? You're probably going to try to, you know, make your way over there.
0: I mean, judging by what we've seen from uh, Magic Happens Already, you know, you've seen beautiful floats from Coco, like super interactive floats too, um, technologically advanced floats. You got Coco, Moana, Frozen 2. Uh, what am I missing?
1: Uh, Coco, Moana, Frozen, two. Uh, I'm I'm trying. There's to obviously
0: think. like the Princess One and stuff at the end. Why?
1: Why am I? Uh, I'm Moana, Coco, Frozen, it, it, two. It, there's something we're missing. It,
0: it, it doesn't matter. But you get the idea of those three and the, how intricate and beautiful those those floats were. Right. Just picture like a really cool float with like a little casita at the top of it and like almost like a mountain kind of where on the way down from the mountain, there's different platforms and you put like Abuela and you put uh, the other, God, I can't remember the characters, Luisa and uh,
1: Tia, Tia them. Peppa and yeah. like all
0: the, all the, the folks from there and then have Mirabelle like in front of the float, like doing her dance. Well, the thing about with this, the kids. <laughs> yeah, well the thing
1: about uh, Magic Happens is a big part of it is not only is the music top tier, the colors are yeah. beautiful right. and they use these floats during the day and at night. And if you've ever seen Encanto and if you haven't, you de- should definitely watch it. Uh, How many colors? Th- it, there's it's bright and colorful and alive and it would just fit so beautifully mm-hmm. into that parade. So I just, I would be surprised cause it was, it only lasted for two weeks before the park shut down. They can really just have a brand new, you know, <laughs> birth for it or like they can present it in any way that they want because it really didn't get a, a good kickoff because of everything that was happening
0: the entire Encanto film is based around magic and magic happens
1: yeah i just feel like if they not putting something in there even if it's something smaller i think they should do a whole float yeah a whole section but that's just me. I don't, I don't uh, make those decisions, no. unfortunately. They're but above I, our pay grade, uh, yes, just a little. <laughs> but I am thrilled that that's coming back, yes. and that we will get to see it in person.
0: We will be going out to Disneyland because it's back yes. at some point.
1: Because I know that there are many recordings where I said we'll go when <laughs> Magic Happens comes back. Yeah, and here it comes and the day before is. my birthday. <laughs>
0: Can we go to Disneyland on my birthday? We'll talk about All it. Right. <laughs> she said she didn't say no. I didn't say no. Uh, And then just one more little piece of news for Disneyland. Uh, Nothing can stop them now as January 27th will be the opening day for Disneyland's version of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway.
1: And I don't know if I'm imagining this. It does have a new scene in it, correct?
0: It does have a new scene. We don't know what said scene is, but they are also um, reimagining the uh, the area around it in Toontown, yeah, uh, where the El Capitone Theater, rather than the Chinese Theater, um, here at Hollywood Studios, will be the home of said uh, ride. So very very excited that when we get to go out to Disneyland at some point on my birthday, wink wink. Um, <laughs> now she's shaking her head now. <laughs> um,
1: no, I'm shaking my head at you being like, "Oh, you rascal!" Disneyland on birthday. You rascal, fiance, what you. A
0: br- What a birthday present that would be. Oh, my goodness, this guy. Uh, Go see World of Color and Magic Happens. Yes, please. (laughs) Yes. Um,
1: Um, But Runaway Railway is finally opening. I feel like a lot of people thought it was going to come a little bit closer to when Disney World got it. But again, the pandemic did slow that down quite uh a bit. So I am excited to see how it's different. And I think it's kind of cool that they're changing it up a little bit.
0: I think it's, it's great. You shouldn't have carbon copy rides in different parks. You just really shouldn't.
1: Especially on the same in the same country, right?
0: Yeah, like, that, yeah, that's a good point too.
1: Because some people can't like fly to international parks to. Yeah, that's a big ask.
0: It is a big ask.
1: But um, if if they're in the same country, it's definitely more doable. So having carbon copies is, you know, it, people want to see the different things, even if it's just little changes to rides that they love. And I think that they they're doing this with Runaway Railway and i think it's a great call i really do and,
0: and sadly for that very reason we'll never get avengers campus don't talk to me about that <laughs>
1: i don't want to talk about yeah.
0: it <laughs> i want to go to disneyland and go see all that stuff i just so. want
1: i want i want more marvel here happy birthday to me uh, th- that we're not getting marvel here
0: <laughs> no i'm saying go to disneyland on my birthday like i said
1: All right, our friends out in Park Hopperland, we are going to bring this episode to a close. We are so excited that we got to join you and update you on everything that's going on. We did want to mention that we are going to have one more episode to close out 2022. Correct. Uh, It has been extremely uh, busy with the holiday seasons. We know that you guys have been extremely busy as well. And the holidays aren't even done yet.
0: No, we've got more visitors coming <laughs> for uh, in the next couple of days for about a week. So we we've got a very very busy uh, time ahead of us. So we're we're gonna commit to doing one more podcast before the end of 2022, right? Um, and it'll be sort of like a year end type of deal,
1: right? And so. We are excited going into 2023. We've met a lot of goals that we were, we're hoping dead. to meet before 2022 ended and we have even bigger goals for 2023. We're excited to bring you guys along on the journey. And again, as we open the new year, we are planning on getting back to our regularly scheduled programming in terms of in terms of our our show. And so I'm just excited for for everything. I'm I'm so happy that things are getting back to normal, and that you got down on one knee and put a <laughs> ring on it. I did, I did. <laughs> That's the best thing to come out of 2022. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs>
0: sweet. She's so sweet to yep. me.
1: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and end this right now because I am just excited to. To get back to what we were doing. Go see Violent Night, which we're about to see.
0: Very excited. And
1: just uh, keep working on the things that we're working on. And I'm excited to also see what comes up in 2023. Because honestly, usually the holidays aren't very busy. And so, like, in terms of news. So, this is a very news-heavy episode. And, yeah. I I, I would say that we're going to see a lot more happening over the next couple months. For sure. All right. Well... Make sure that you are keeping an eye on our YouTube page. Uh, we have so many videos that we covered for the holidays. If, if you're you, feeling like picking up your holiday spirits, we got plenty of Christmas spirit on our YouTube page. Yeah.
0: And if you haven't subscribed already, go do that. Because we have already reached our 1,000 subscriber follower count goal <laughs> that we had before. The well, that end was our of, first big goal. Yeah, the first goal. First of many. Um, thousands more to come but we were very, very excited that we hit that before 2022 ended like we had hoped for. Um, So very, very uh, thankful for all of you who chose to hit that subscribe button and that uh, notification bell for any time that we release videos on our YouTube page. So much stuff to take in there. So many Christmas videos from all three parks. Go check it out. Just a, a, a plethora of stuff is available for you to watch now at youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers
1: and if you are watching on our patreon page thank you so much for supporting us we love you our patrons uh we're so excited to keep bringing you more content and if you are listening out there in park hopper land we hope that you have a merry christmas happy holidays and take care of
0: yourselves thanks for listening to a couple of park hoppers podcast
1: Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms.
0: Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show.
1: Visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more.
0: And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers.
1: Until next time, we'll We'll see see you around around the the parks.
0: parks.